0: Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend, Slash, my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our spoiler-free thoughts about House of the Dragon, Episode 4. Oh, Episode 4. Let's go. And... Before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X, or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions questions. Seven, another week, another episode of House of the Dragon of some hot D. How you been?
1: Yeah, we're doing a double recording today. I noticed that you chose hot D first in order uh, to represent Queen Elizabeth. Just some respect there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was some very sad news that we heard today. Didn't really, I haven't really been following up on the monarchy, but I saw someone tweeting about it yesterday. I was like. Oh, I just didn't know. And then yeah, today it happened. So
1: this is definitely the most British thing I watched. So it's very fitting.
0: Yeah, unlike uh certain people's tweets out there that are not um very tasteful when it comes to these kind of things. But yeah, it's always uh it's I don't know, she she lived a long life. So it's that was I mean the longest British reign. Ninety nine. Yeah, longest British reign, I believe, around seventy years. Um, as we said before, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be covering House of the Dragon episode 4. This is a spoiler-free review. Uh, before we begin today's episode, we would like to thank uh, Warner Brothers Discovery for sending us these screeners our way so we can cover them for you guys early each and every week. And like we said before, we're not going to spill any tea. On this episode, but we will be talking about the previous episodes. Uh, it's spoiler. It's completely spoiler heavy for episodes one through three. But of course, since we're talking about episode four, we're not going to give any details away. So anything episode one through three, the gloves are off. Episode four, Fort Knox. There we go. But uh, Devin, what have you been watching lately? You just been chilling, just watching some some hot D. Did you start Lord of the Rings?
1: I've actually been catching up on Harley Quinn lately. Oh, I think nice. I had only finished season one, so I'm getting through season two now. It's it's always entertaining.
0: Yeah, it really is. I'm actually in the middle of season three. Um, I need to catch up on it. I'm not sure if they're done with season three yet or not, but I've been watching some Cobra Kai um, on season three myself for that one. So it's there's so much cheesy dialogue with that, but it's like, I mean, it's, it's good TV. I mean, it's no Stranger Things. But it's good, uh, for sure. But also, speaking of Stranger Things really quick, my mom started watching Stranger Things. Guess what season she's
1: on? Season three.
0: She's on four.
1: Wow. She's been
0: blowing through these episodes.
1: It's crazy. I was able to convert my sister, but I don't think I'll ever be able to get my dad <laughs> to, to dive in. It's. I think your dad would like it a lot. He tried the first season, and he just... Couldn't get into it. Apparently,
0: I got you. Yeah, my mom. She started watching the first season, and she was very annoyed that like they couldn't find Will. She's like, "What's gonna happen?" I'm like, "You just have to keep on watching."
1: Things don't get much better for Will, so get used to yeah. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, she called me today. She's like, "I'm on season four of Stranger Things." I'm like, "You're what?" <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to House of the Dragon. Episode
1: four. The road ahead is uncertain, but the end is clear. We are better defended.
0: Against whom? Whomever may dare to challenge us. The threat of war looms.
1: Gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power your grace.
0: And we are back. We're going to be giving our spoiler free thoughts about house of the dragon episode four. We're not going to give the title away either because I know people are very particular about that. Cause sometimes titles can lead to spoilers. Um, but we have been updating the episodes as the weeks go on. So later on after episode four drops, maybe like mid next week, I'll re-edit the title for this episode. But yeah, man, a lot of juicy stuff just keeps happening with these episodes. I'm actually gonna pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial reaction first. And then I'll give mine and then we'll kind of just uh, yeah close on out there and be on our merry way on to recording number two.
1: <laughs> Depending on your definition of action, I would say this is probably the slowest episode so far. Um, if you if you consider uh sexual endeavors to be action, then I think this one's got you covered. There's a won't spoil who or what or where or what How uh, or why <laughs> consequences, but there's a lot of, a lot going down in this one sexually. So if that's your definition of action, then this is going to be your episode. I will also say that after this episode, I had to Google Millie Alcock's age because I was concerned. She she was born in two thousand, so I guess uh, guess we're they're kind of in the clear there. But I yeah, that's just kind of a bit of a hint as to what's going on. But yeah, it was definitely an episode mainly I would say focused on her character, uh, Rainera, just kind of what she has to choose as far as uh a marriage which was hinted at in the last episode um who was it the last episode that was
0: jason lannister
1: yeah jason lannister was trying to court her and she was not feeling it so she's kind of Mm-mm. got to branch out and try some other things in this episode before making up her decision making up her mind i should say and then we get the um some more damon always a Good sight, an interesting haircut. I'll leave it at that.
0: That was actually in the um the for episode three. Sorry to cut in really quick, but if you watch the uh, you know up next on Game of Thrones, like you know this coming up week, I mean not Game of Thrones, but sorry, House of the Dragon, it shows Damon with his short haircut. So that's not okay, okay, guys. That's that's
1: not a spoiler, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling the new hair. I don't know about you. I miss I already missed the locks.
0: I like it. I, th- this is like prime I, w- I wonder how they got their haircuts
1: back then. Like, there's, there's no great clips. They can't just go. <laughs> they just do it themselves with some rusty-ass scissors. Do they even have scissors?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. In, in in the original Game of Thrones, they did show a few shaving methods for some of the characters. Um, yeah, I guess they, they kind of had, like, scissors. They didn't necessarily use... Like you know, sword to like you know, slice it. But they they have like their own version of scissors to you know maintain uh, for uh, for hygiene purposes. But yeah, it was just all timey, I guess you could say. But I'm sorry, go on.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely more of a character development type episode here, focusing mainly on the dynamic between Damon and the family and and Rhaenyra specifically. Um, so yeah, not a, not a whole lot going on as far as like um, fighting action. Um, right. But there's definitely some some action going on elsewhere.
0: I do agree with you there, Devin. Much like episode two, uh, episode four, um, it does not have the you know, the standard like, you know, blood and gore type of battle that's as we saw in episode three. And of course, with episode one, bring people back into the fold and You know that being such a staple, such a great premiere of the show has had so far. um, You know we don't see any physical action or brutality um, per se, but yeah, there. This this episode is very rumor heavy. You know, there's a lot of things going on between Rhaenyra, Viserys. Um, Alicent, uh, Prince Damon, of course, and uh, Sir Otto Hightower as well. There's been a lot of rumors stirring about, and as we said in the uh, as excuse me, as Devin has mentioned um, prior uh, within the episode three, that Viserys has given um, Rhaenyra the go ahead to marry whoever she chooses. And this episode, if I were to best explain, it's very juicy for sure, um, but it's Kind of like a Rhaenyra is kind of like going rogue and trying to find out what she likes in a suitor, and that just leads into a lot of other things. I can't say anything else other than that. But there is a lot of uh, the political chessboard is back. You know, we got the uh, the last episode with the battle at the uh, the stepstones, and this is kind of back to the um to to the chessboard pieces, you know? It's a very dialogue heavy episode. And that's what I love about Game of Thrones so much, is that even with House of the Dragon, you still have that similar feel as if the battles, the The battle episodes, you know, whatever battle is happening, whatever action is happening on screen, it's just as powerful as the dialogue heavy um, episodes, um, interactions between these characters, because that is what House of Dragon, a.k.a. Game of Thrones, whatever you want to call it. It's all in the same universe. That's what it's all about. It is about these great characters. And we see that um, start to we see the wheels start to turn you know, even further now that the, um, stepstones have been taken care of thanks to Damon in episode three. So th- there's just a lot to unpack here. I can't say too much and I do apologize. It's just, it is a very, uh, lustful episode. Um, that's all I can, <laughs> I don't want to like, you know, I'm being around the bush here, but yeah, there, there's just so many great, um, you know, these characters just continue to, um, make these characters, these these House of the Dragon characters, these Targaryens, these High Towers, uh, these Valerians, come to life. You know, I mean, if if you've read the book, you you definitely know where it's heading. But it is such a, you know, there's there's good decisions and bad decisions all around. Who's to say who's right? We don't know. But you know, as we've seen with King Viserys, he hasn't always made the best decisions. So. We just have to see what his um, what his next move is going to be moving forward. So that's always very interesting to see how he handles certain situations thrown at him. You know, I mean, him and Rhaenyra aren't necessarily seeing eye to eye. And that carries over into this episode. And it's kind of just the classic teenage, you know, I'm just going to go do what I want. And we definitely see the uh, the ramifications of certain characters' actions that happen, and yeah, I'll kind of just leave it at that because I don't want to give uh, anything away. I feel like I've already said too much, but I feel like it's still spoiler free. So yeah, de- <laughs>
1: definitely, definitely put the kids away before turning this one on. I mean, obviously every episode, but uh, right. this one, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's back to the uh, yeah the the nitty gritty of uh, of of what makes uh, what makes Game of Thrones so special. It's just. These, you know, calculated moves and just the wheels keep turning. And we continuously see, you know, the downward spiral, um, the seeds being planted, and some things are starting to bloom a little bit. But, you know, since obviously when Game of Thrones, the events of Game of Thrones happens, there's not many Targaryens to come around. You know, this, this is about the story of, you know, the, the dance of the dragon where you know this great house is collapsing in on itself so uh we definitely see um a lot of calculated moves in this episode and uh it ends on a pretty interesting um interesting scene like i I just I was just like are you kidding me like right now like I I wanted more like I wanted more and I know we'll get more and that's all I'm gonna say Devin, is there anything else you wanted to bring up that we haven't touched on
1: yet? Yeah, we didn't get to talk about it last week because it was a pretty big spoiler, but RP Crab Man. What was his name? The uh the crab catch, crab catcher? Crab, crab feeder. Crab feeder. feeder. Yes. Yeah. He came and went very, very swiftly.
0: He did. I kind of like that though. He wasn't the big bad. And I knew he wasn't gonna be. It's this more of an obstacle of how Viserys was going to handle that situation. Um, obviously he did not do a very good job, but, um, for episode four, there is another time jump and I, they don't necessarily say it. I think it's about maybe a year or two after the events of the last episode, at least two years. I want to say two years.
1: Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even notice that there was one. I feel like, I feel like that's something they should be, um, Handling better, just a just title screen, like even if that's what it takes.
0: Maybe, yeah. Well, I feel like the yeah, you know, like I said last week, the cap's getting a little bit closer, but I I knew that at least a year's time had passed due to specific characters doing certain things. That's all I'm gonna say there. But yeah, um, definitely, yeah, I don't I think it's about maybe two years after at least a year, if if anything. But yeah, um, with all that said, before we go on a tangent ourselves, we don't want to spill the tea, of course. That concludes our spoiler-free review of House of the Dragon Episode 4. Again, thank you to Warner Brothers Discovery and HBO Max for sending us these screeners early so we can talk about this with you guys get you guys prepared for the coming weeks. You know, we're going to be doing this every single week. We got, well, I mean, we're almost halfway ne- next week. will be halfway. So I feel like, I mean, it's, it's another great episode. I mean, I feel like these episodes have continuously given us a bit of action and a bit of, you know, the chess piece dialogue plotting that's going on. And we, I mean, that, that's what game of Thrones is about. It's about these great characters. No one's necessarily good. No one's necessarily evil. It's, It's kind of just all fair game, which is what I really, really love about it. It's fantasy grounded in reality, which is awesome. But with all that said, if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please consider subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need uh, really quick by the time this is out. Um, wow. We have a lot. Of, I feel like we have a lot coming. We've been covering a lot of TV these past weeks. So we have our She-Hulk episode four review that will be dropping on September 9th. Uh, that will be com- this coming up Friday and we have the Barbarian back, back to the theaters. Finally. to uh watch- I'm excited too. I thought we were going to do the invitation and I was like, I feel like that's not a good way to start the spooky season. Yeah, that,
1: that one flopped. Yeah.
0: Um, I guess we kind of already started it with orphan first kill, but I'm very excited about the barbarian. It's beginning a uh, really interesting reviews just based on the reactions that I've heard. I've heard to just go in with little to no knowledge whatsoever. I've only seen the trailer a few times, so hopefully we can kind of just, Enjoy it for what it is. Uh, coming up again, we also have our avatar, the last airbender, but three fire series revisited that will be dropping, um, by, by months end of September, uh, probably before summer, because that would be perfect for avatar, less airbender. But, uh, if, if you know, you know, um, other than that, you know, we do have a rogue one star Wars story, uh, franchise revisited movie. We're going to be pumping out here soon and getting ourselves ready for Andor. so yeah, just, um, Just keep listening. That's all we can really ask. We're doing She-Hulk. We're covering some House of the Dragon right now. Fortunately, we're not doing Lord of the Rings, but you can catch my Lord of the Rings thoughts over on the In Session Film Podcast. I've been covering that over with uh, J.D. Duran um, over there. So with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day, and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five star rating review on Apple podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know that was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.